0: This is an ABC podcast. Take five. The people you love play five songs they love and tell you why. With Deftones back in Australia for the Good Things Festival, I thought it would be a good chance to revisit a beautiful and eye-opening chat with the legendary Chino Marino. Back in 2016, he joined me to take five. Deftones have always balanced the brutal with the beautiful, and I wanted to discover the different parts of his musical heart. So I asked him to share five sides of Chino across five songs. What he showed up with was a heartfelt connection to Australia. It's testament to their ties to us that he went this way. And hearing why he chose them, shout outs, O-N-J, is an enlightening ride. So travel back a few years. Donald Trump has just been elected US president. Deftones have recently landed a number one album in Australia. And Chino Marino is telling me what it was like when he found out it hit the top of the charts.
1: We were so excited. It was, um I mean, it's the first number one record we've ever had anywhere in any country. Oh, Um, wow. (laughs) We were excited.
0: Well, Australia's always had a very great relationship with Deftones. You've been here many, many times, and already done yes. a couple of shows in Perth and Adelaide this week. What's the welcome mm. being like for this particular record?
1: Oh man, it's wonderful. I mean, for us, it's when we first came here. Obviously, we were playing, you know, kind of smaller, more intimate shows, and then, you know, and then we started doing the the festival cycles. Pretty much after that, so it's kind of good to get back and playing in these more intimate settings, and, and it's just like it's it's almost like it was the first time we came here. It has that energy, so uh, it's it's been great.
0: Does it change the Way that you performed depending on the size of the room because they're still pretty big rooms you know some of them are around five thousand capacity in some cities
1: yeah yeah i mean it's just, it's different you know definitely festivals are definitely they're like these little short commercials for you for, you know for, <laughs> of, of your band because you're, so you're sandwiched in between all these other bands and then usually we play in the daytime which is a little weird i think our music translates a little better at night and the light under the lights you know um yeah. and then we usually only get like a like an hour at the most so we try to just squeeze in you know as much as we can from you know from all, our, all of our records and um so we make it work and, and it's and it's fun but it's definitely good to spread our wings a little bit and play some deeper cuts and and basically it's just our show so the you know the, the people that are there are fans and i think it's you know they, they put energy right back at us and it escalates and it's, it's been great
0: and the devtone show is something to behold you're also playing alongside a great australian band called carnival who also yes. have an incredible live show uh, are you friends with those how did that sort of you know collaboration on stage come about
1: you you know, I'd met I met a couple of the guys before um, when we were here. Um, I'd still never seen them, but uh, but yeah, I mean, they're really really great band, really tight. I think it's a really good good pairing. You know, I'm glad that they were able to able to do the the shows with us, and they seem pretty excited as well. So it's
0: good. Yeah. I was very pleased to see that when we gave you the theme, the five sides of Chino Marino, you've picked something uh, and a whole bunch of songs that each have an Australian connection. Some of them are Australian, some of them have different kind of connections. Yes. Uh, Let's kick off with a band that I've never heard of, so I'm so excited that you can introduce us to a band from Sydney (laughs) and you're coming from uh, California to tell us about some locals. Vows is their name. There's two Ws in this and this is The Great Sun. Tell us about why you chose this song and how this, I guess, shows a side of, of your musical personality.
1: Well, um, it's been well documented that I love '80s music. I mean, I grew up listening to—I uh, mean, like mostly new wave music. And when I got in the band, this was my first introduction. Well, I was 15 when we started Deftones, but that was my introduction to like heavy music. So I came from a whole different background. Of this band, Vows. I, I found out about them in, uh, in Los Angeles, and um, they played with a friend of mine's group. And I saw them, and I was just blown away. Like it's a two-piece—a guy and a girl. It's huge sounding, but it's definitely influence has like this these goth sort of undertones, yeah. and um, and it's new, and I and I think they're great. I think they're one of the greatest new bands. And um, and then I found out that they're actually from Australia. They live in Los Angeles now, but they're from Sydney. Yeah, so uh, so definitely uh, it's just something great and new. What's up? This is Chino from Deftones, taking five with Zan.
0: such a beautiful song from Cat Power, So Stripped Back as well, which is a nice surprise, I guess, um, yes. coming from a band that have so many beautiful layers going on in your music. Tell mm-hmm. us about why you chose this one, how this is one of your musical sides, Gino.
1: Um, I think you just kind of hit it right there, which is the simplicity of it, I think is just wonderful. And, um, I mean, emotionally too, it's just, it's you know, it's it's very melancholic, I guess. It's a sad-sounding song. Um, I used to put that on and my, my wife would get so mad, she's just like, why do you play this depressing music the <laughs> time? But um, I don't know. I think it's a good juxtaposition to, you know, what I do, you know, normally, which is like scream my head off most of the time. So I think it's a good balance to have, you know, Lots of different. There's 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 music for every. I think you know emotion and every mood. I think that a person goes through in the day, and I'm not I'm not afraid to explore and to use music as sort of a, a mood enhancer. For sure.
0: And if anybody's playing along, that record was recorded in Melbourne. That's the Australian connection for mm-hmm. Moon picks. As you yes. say, you know you do a lot of screaming with with deaf Tones, but there's always this wonderful nuance with what you do as well. There's this great blend of the beautiful and the and the brutal in mm-hmm. every piece of music that you do. When do you know when it's time to scream and when it's time to to, I guess croon.
1: I don't think it's anything I really think about Or plan out I mean Our music in general We never really Sit and talk about What type of song Or what You know What we're trying to make It's usually just A, a real organic experience Of us five guys For one are Come from very different um, I mean we like A lot of the same stuff as well But I mean we You know We, we have different lives we, we listen to different things And when we get together We sort of just react To each other And um, for me at least The only thing I, I, I do I do catch myself Doing sometimes Is when Something is presented to me a certain way, and it seems like the easiest thing to do would just would be to to be completely instinctual. Mm. Sometimes I try to take a left turn on certain things and do something that's not so conventional. It's not the weirdest thing in the world, but to me it keeps it interesting. As far as you know, trying to you know not follow formulas, I guess per se. So so yeah, I mean it's just it's just kind of using the instincts, but you know trying to see where you how far you can bend it sometimes.
0: That intuition and I guess that instinct with your own sound and and your own voice, is that sort of follow through with the rest of Deftones as well? I mean, these are people that you've been playing with together for years. Is there a very intuitive nature within the band?
1: Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, like I said, we don't really talk about what kind of record we're going to make. We made this last record or any of our records. I I feel like if we were going to try to talk about what we're going to make, we'd sort of be putting up these walls around us and we'd have to kind of confine ourselves with this idea. So the fact that we don't talk about it, we just go in there and we start making some noise and we start reacting to that noise and the next thing you know we have a song. You know, Those are usually some of the best songs because they're made in that way.
0: And the sounds of Deftones as well has really shifted over the years. I mean you began in a kind of heavier realm uh, I guess something like White Pony took you into more electronic sounds and laced that, I guess more of an ambient side into mm-hmm. into Tones as well. You've got side projects which take you into electronic realms too and you post rock with members of ISIS on, on palms.
1: Mm-hmm. When you
0: think about what you love and if you could identify one heart, one core of who Chino Merino is, is there one thing that you can identify that travels through all of the music that you make—that's
1: a hard question. One thing I don't do is I don't approach any of the projects that I do, be it Tones or Palms or Crosses or whatever. I, I don't approach it differently. So I pretty much just react to the sounds that's in front of me. So it's not like I—I I say, okay, well, this this project's more electronic, so I need to sing this way or do that. It's very much just a reactionary process. So my voice is my voice. So you know, I, th- I think I'm gonna sound like me. You know what I mean? Um, so that that sort of keeps everything fluent. You know what I mean? As far as all the different projects, even though they have different members and it's different. St- stylistically, I kind of just feel like I just kind of am me and I react to what it is, you know.
0: We're going to take a complete left turn. I don't know if we've ever had Olivia Newton-John programmed in a take five. I welcome it. <laughs> Again, another well, Australian. We're going back to the Xanadu soundtrack for this song, Magic. Yes. How does this show a side uh, to you and, and what side is it, Chino? Tell us. Um,
1: this was my first crush I ever had in my, <laughs> in my life as, yes. a, as a young kid. I mean, I, after seeing Greece, I loved Olivia Newton-John. Uh, She was the first person, like, I I mean, I was probably, I don't know, 10 years old, maybe, or something like that, or or maybe even younger, and she was, like, the first woman or girl that I thought was, like, I thought, that is beauty to me. And I liked it, actually, before, in Greece, before she got all dolled up, like, when she was just kind of just, like, you know, with the little ponytail and stuff, I was like, she's the cutest thing ever. So, yes, that was my first crush, and I I love her voice. I mean... uh, It was a toss-up between "Hopelessly Devoted," which is um, classic, yeah, from the Grease soundtrack. But this one's a little bit more uh, '70s, sort of late '70s kind of sound. Um, I always dig this song. I put it on our pre-show mixes sometimes, and oh, really? Yeah, gets me in the gets me in the headspace. Is this for uh,
0: going out to the front of house, or is this just for backstage?
1: Well, it's it's pretty interesting. I have um, every every show in the daytime. I make a thirty-minute pre-show mix, and then I have it piped out into. The crowd so we're listening to it backstage and it's also going through the speakers while they're doing changeover in my mind it, I think that it, it kind of puts everybody in the same headspace yeah. before before the show and it kind of builds up and it goes into the intro of the show and uh, it's it's just something fun that I like to do but um, I don't think a lot of people realize that we're actually playing it from backstage you know and, and they're actually hearing it.
0: you have to believe.
1: what's up this is Chino from Deftones taking five with Zan
0: Another great Australian tie. It wasn't necessarily meant to be an Oz Music Month take five, but you've managed to tie these five sides of your musical mind to uh, local bands. And Hate Rock are a really special one, aren't they, Chino? Why did you choose yeah. them?
1: Um, I just like it a lot, and I wanted to really see if you'd played on the radio. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think any other station in the world would, would, uh, would dare put a song that long and that mellow on it. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> it feels uh, like you're falling into a cocoon, though, when you listen to that, don't you? It seems like a perfect yeah. headphone song.
1: Oh, it's it's really, really good. I actually got to see them live in, in Los Angeles maybe, maybe a year or so more ago. Um, Just it takes patience, you know, like the show was like very dark lit. It was pretty much like a who's who of, you know, of Silver Lake, whatever. And, um, you know, showing up up there, but everybody was really quiet and like patient and watched the whole show. And the whole show was pretty much like that, like very sullen and quiet and broody, you know, moody. And I don't know, it was really good.
0: Do you think about the way that I guess the atmosphere that you're creating when you're making music or are you making music for yourself and not necessarily for an audience in mind.
1: Yeah, I mean I hate to sound like I like I don't care what people think, but we kind of do. I mean, go with our with our gut, you know, and just like try to make something that we'd like to listen to and that we vibe on first and foremost and usually that's worked for the best for us i mean uh, especially with a record like white pony i think when the climate of music at that time what was going on around us that record was not popular direction i think you know especially from our record label and stuff like that where we're to go in in music and we just pretty much made a record we wanted to make and and for that reason it kind of stood out from the other our contemporaries at the time and um you know i think continues to be our probably be our most commercially successful album because I think we took that chance, you know, to do something a little left of center.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. Listening to that song as well, just kind of reminded me of a great story that I heard and you can confirm or deny that, I think it was maybe in the last year, is it true that Deftones played inside a volcano?
1: Deftones didn't, but I did, which, okay. was, which was which was weird for a lot of reasons. For one, it was weird because I I'm not really a, an acoustic kind of guitar singer guy, so that was like pretty. I was pretty nervous about that, just playing solo and not having the you know the other guys to kind of fall back on. So it was kind of that was probably the scariest thing. Just almost as scary was yes, going down like 400 feet into the uh, the bottom of a a chamber of this volcano, which was insane. It was in Iceland. And yeah, it was a crazy experience. They lowered us down there by this like makeshift sort of elevator thing. It was like 20 people, including myself. And yeah, I just stood on this this rock and just played and it was weird. It was like really, really intense. And then what even made it crazier is when we were coming out of the volcano, the weather had picked up, like the wind had picked up, was like 100 mile hour winds, I don't want to say we got stuck, but there's like, there's this little base camp up sort of like 100 yards from the mouth of the volcano. <clears throat> there's this little room and all 20 of us were in there and it was crazy storming out. The uh, The helicopters wouldn't come back and get us. So um, we were kind of stuck there for a while. Deftones were actually headlining the, the festival that <laughs> night. And so I had to get out of there. So they, they actually got the Coast Guard to come and, you know, quote unquote, rescue us. Oh, my from, God. Yeah, from there. And um <laughs> It was insane. It was definitely intense. I, I have uh, they filmed it. And I don't know what the uh, Discovery Channel filmed some of it too. So I don't know if it'll ever air. But it was definitely intense experience. Once in a lifetime experience.
0: What did it sound like? What were the acoustics like in there? Uh,
1: it wasn't as insane as you would you'd imagine. I mean, it was it was definitely you know in a cave. It was definitely ambient. You know, and the people were very really quiet. You know, so it was it was definitely I was I was mostly nervous about that about performing by myself acoustically. You know, and I only played like. I think three or four songs and mostly covers. I did like a Morrissey cover. I did a um, David Bowie cover. Mm. I did one Deftone song, I think, or or two Deftones, one Deftone song. Yeah, I did three songs. That was interesting.
0: Before we let you go, Chino, of course, in the last couple of days, there's been a big change of power in your home country of America. Donald Trump voted president, which has taken a lot of people by surprise. What was your reaction when you heard the news and and where were you? Because, I mean, you here in Australia, but where actually physically were you when you got the news?
1: Um, I was on an airplane. Actually, I was just getting off an airplane and um, I heard the captain talking. Because before before I got on the plane, I don't know, I just think, you know, no one expected it. I think, uh, I mean, I'm sure there was some people that thought so, but it pretty much shocked the world i mean you know and people are still sort of like wow you know what happened um but yeah i was getting off an airplane and i heard the uh the pilot was like yo trump's winning And i was like what and then uh sure enough as soon as i got on wi-fi i like you know looked it up and then sat in the lobby of the hotel and watched the news with everybody else just sort of you know with their mouths hanging open just like wow this is crazy it's still sort of setting in you know it'll be interesting to see what you know what happens when I get back to the States.
0: Your heritage is Chinese and Mexican. This is a a presidential race that has been highly divisive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are asking about how the country can be united. Do you think America can come together again?
1: I think so. You know, I think the people are, people are definitely divided and they've been divided before. I just think people are a little bit more outspoken now. You know, I think things need to get talked about. And and if people are talking about it, you know, that's how you come with solutions, you know, from there. So if at least people are talking and people are, are showing who they are, you know, in a way, I think things will get better trying to stay optimistic, and that's all we can do, really.
0: I like your optimism. The Five Sides of Chino Marino, we are acknowledging that there are many more in his musical mind. Finishing uh, Where We Began in Australia, all of these songs have had an Australian tie, and there's very few artists that have had, I guess, the kind of career and have the poetry of this final man that we're going to be going out with. Nick Cave in The Bad Seeds, taking you back to his Murder Ballads record, and Henry Lee with PJ Harvey. Tell us about which part of your musical heart this hits, Chino.
1: Wow. um, It's just great. Like you said, uh, very poetic. PJ Harvey's actually another one of my favorite artists growing up. I love her. still do. It's funny, we played a show and it was a festival in the Ross Guild Festival overseas in Europe. Nick Cave was playing the same stage, I think, uh, after us or something. And I was standing in the catering tent and he walked in. I was like, wow, there's Nick Cave. And then like right behind him, PJ Harvey was walking right behind him. And then I just, I just, that's the first time. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty jaded enough. I've met a lot of famous people in my life, but my knees like literally buckled and I almost like fell down. And so I got to meet her that day. And then uh, years later, we actually played Big Day Out and PJ Harvey was on it. And I, I don't think Nick Cave was on that one. But but yeah, that connection, those two voices together in this song, I mean, are, are lovely. But it's, you know, it's definitely got dark undertones. The, the Murder Ballads record in general is probably one of my favorite of his. A little bird looked down on Henry Lee
0: I can't get
1: down and I won't get down and stay all night with thee for the girl I have in that merry green land I love fair better than And and you,
0: the Nick Cave and PJ Harvey, capping off a take five with Chino Marino of Deftones. He's the best, isn't he? I've said it before and I'll say it again. The heavier the music, the sweeter the heart. Next time, we're back in 2022 with a fresh Take Five. Natalie Foster, front woman for Press Club, is taking five with her lightning songs. Take Five! The Take Five with Dan Rowe. Every week, hear the people you love. Hi, I'm Joan Hey, this is Nana Cherry, and I'm taking five. Talk about the five songs they love. Hear stories of discovery.
1: And I heard this thing coming out of the speakers. I was like, oh my God, what is that noise? Wow.
0: And the songs that changed how they saw the world.
1: It just affected me deeply. I never knew rap could be that powerful.
0: It's like a jungle. Join Zan Rowe and take five Life 101 with Kimber and Zan. Pull up a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe
1: now.